0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming. I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke. I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming. You only got a few seconds to run. What? Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick and this is Coach Speak. So we already talked about offensive tackle position. Now we're going to move inside to offensive guard and center of the interior of the offensive line. And I want to start off here, right? Uh, look, I understand the value of an offensive tackle. Right? And I understand that like you, like you, the clearest way to see it and how the NFL values it is you look at the money they're making, right? And guards are not making nearly what off the tackles are making, right? So, yes, tackle is a more valued position, okay? They put a higher premium on it. Not at all what I am arguing here, okay? Uh, what I'm going to argue, though, is that we act like that means that guard is a, like a like a lesser, um, like, hey, you can't be, uh, you know, you, you can't make it in the NFL, so you can play in the arena league, sort of thing, right? Um, and and that's not what the scenario is, they are different, okay? They they share a lot of common qualities, uh, but but they're different. Some people can do both, but not everybody can do both, all right? Uh, they're different, right? So, you do have to have some versatility on the offensive line, uh, which I'll get into in a, in a little bit, but I just want to like start off there. So Jonah Williams cannot play guard. People like people say this all the time, like, "Oh, moving him to guard. He'd be a good guard. Move him to be a good guard." No, he cannot play guard. Um, he does not have the anchor. The thing that is a, a weakness for him at tackle would be a fatal flaw at guard. Um, he would not be good. So, Hakeem Odanji, who is very comparable. Uh, to to Jonah, alright? Not the same level talent-wise, but uh, both very athletic tackles. Uh, both lack anchor. Uh, both kind of short arms, too. And we saw what happened when he played guard, right? Played a lot better at, at, at tackle. Wasn't perfect. We talked about that in the last pod, but um, that's what you'd be looking at if you moved Jonah, Jonah to, uh, to guard. Alright, and as we know from the last pod, he's uh guaranteed money he's gonna make 13 million um i don't know why you're paying somebody 13 million uh to be bad at guard um when that's you know that's that's high-end guard money that's medium tackle money high-end guard money so let's not mess around with that okay so that's where I want to start, and, and, and again, we, we talk about like switching people. And like, there's two schools of thought. There's like, there's the people that are like, do it, do it, do it, because of uh, you know, like, oh, he's not good enough to play tackle at guard. Again, you gotta evaluate their their ability. That's what the Bengals did with Jackson Carmen. You know, right? They 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 looked at him in that draft, um, and they they decided uh, that he would be better off at guard. And that didn't work out. It might still be in progress, as we said in the last file. I think his. The more versatility he has, the more value he's going to have. Uh, so, so hopefully he can be a backup at both spots. But um, that's kind of where that went. We we rip on that move. Uh, a lot of people look look really negatively at that move. Why would you draft a tackle to play guard? Um, we also love Cordell Volson, who was a who was a tackle. Okay, played some guard, uh, primarily uh, a tackle at North Dakota State. So, like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's one of those one of those hindsight things, right? Um, you know, and that's that's about it's not a numbers game. It's about being a good evaluator, um, you know, and and a good developer as well, and kinda of, you know, being able to figure that out and make the right decisions, right? Like, like everything. So um definitely doesn't seem that the Jackson Carmen move is going to work out uh the way they planned, alright. Certainly hasn't in the first two years. Um so probably taking it all on that one, but that doesn't mean that the that the thought was wrong. Uh, it just means the the evaluation wasn't was not, the development wasn't quite there, uh, and it didn't work out. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Let's look at at the interior of the offensive line. And look, I think I think Kappa was this team's best lineman this year. Um, okay, you know we, we, we passed Gimson stuff. Very good Got Got some good movement in the run game. Uh, you know, big part of why they were able to get the run game moving. Uh, Ted Harris, I think, was a bit overrated this year. I think he he wasn't perfect, um, but I think that he brings a lot, leadership-wise, attitude-wise, uh, that that helps to make up for some of those things. Um, and, you know, so I think he's he's a huge part of this uh, offensive line moving forward. You should be looking to replace everybody all the time, right? You should always be looking for upgraded talent, um, but I. I you know, find it highly unlikely that they move on from either one of those guys, uh, that they, you know, attempt to replace either one of those guys this year. So, that brings us uh, to Cordell Wilson, okay? Now, the O-line in general, I'm sick of hearing about PFF grades for the year, right? I don't care what players were doing in September October, right? Uh, Talk to me about November, talk to me about December, talk to me about the playoffs, Cordova was the biggest example because he is a rookie. Okay, and, and uh, we went through this a few few years ago with Jermaine Pratt. When Jermaine Pratt was a rookie, um, very early on, people were like, "Ah, he sucks. He's a boss. And it's like, no, 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 just let him get his reps. All right, you know, linebackers definitely in a position like that too, where you need to you need to see some action. Right, you need to get the reps. You are going to get better with time. All right, if the coach is doing things right, if you're doing things right, you're going to get better with time. But you, you shouldn't expect any rookie to just come out and light the world on fire. I think Volson, we were very excited about him early, and like early, on, you know, it wasn't great. Um, I but I think as the season went on, he got better and better and better, and I think he's going to continue to improve. All right, again, am I opposed to? bringing in a you know an upgrade position absolutely not okay if you can upgrade uh and do it in a smart way do it um but let's not look at him you know as as the weak link uh you know he probably was early on the year but let's look at him and say hey we need to um see what we got with this guy continue to develop this guy and um i think he can be a really positive piece of what they have. Okay, uh, Max Sharpling is. Um, he, he had a rough one in this last game, right? Um, you know. Suitable backup has some experience. You know, there's some trust level there. I think they let him walk. Um, most likely, you know, unless it's a, unless it's a real good salary situation. Um, I'm not too excited about him. I, I, don't, I, I doubt they're. They're super excited about him either, so um, you know they could definitely be something where they're where they moving off from him at this point. So, um, so yeah. Now, overall, looking uh, at that at the offensive line, right? He, he, again, you've got to have those backups right. We got Hill at center. Uh, we've seen very limited amount of. Uh, fortunately, haven't really needed to, uh, but obviously that can change at any time. And you've got uh, you know Sharping was was the guy there there guard. So you do it to Think about what are, is going to be your backup situation. Um, again, Jackson Cameron did show some positives. Uh, if he can show some versatility, I think he could be a real, real positive in at that, in that position to be able to uh, bump inside and and do that as well. You know, depending on what the plan for him is. But overall, I mean, I think the the, the guard play um, and center play, look, it definitely improved over the course of the year. Just like we're talking about with Wilson. I think you look at the overall offensive line. Uh, they figured out what they could do in the run game. Uh, they, you know, they came together to do a better job in pass protection. I, I think they, they were doing a much better job at the end of the year than they were, uh, compared to what they were at the beginning. Um, I think the sack numbers, especially early on, were a bit inflated, and I think Joe Burrow had a big part, you know, to do with that. Um, I don't know if it was the, you know, the surgery or or what it was, but you know he was he was taking sacks that he wasn't taking at the end of the year. Um, and he wasn't always moving in the pocket quite like he should. So whether it be, be a comfort level thing or, or figuring it out, I, I, I don't know. Uh, but, but he wasn't where he needs to be. And we look at, you know, the offensive line in general. Like we said, they got better. Um, they played a ton of snaps together. We were very, very lucky uh, on the injury front. And so we weren't, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, you know, when those guys were able to stay healthy, uh, they, they developed. And that was a pretty, pretty darn good unit that they had until the very end there. Now, let's get into a little philosophy here, all right? This, to me, uh, for those of you who maybe maybe you're a coach um, or maybe you just kind of, you know, have heard this rhetoric from playing football or or in other places, um, I have often heard that you don't sub offensive linemen because... You know, it's so important for them to build a rapport. But what we saw this year with the Bengals was the inevitability of that to fail, right? You don't sub off at the linemen because they're going to get hurt. Uh, you know, sorry, uh, they are going to get hurt, right, is the, is the problem there, right? I screwed that one up. But, um, yeah, you're never going to be that lucky, right? The Bengals were extremely lucky and then it all fell apart, you know, over the course of a couple of weeks, they lost 60% of their starting offensive line. So, it, that's going to happen at some point, and, and it's probably even worse and exacerbated when it happens, you know, and it rolls up on you like that, multiple players at, at one time. So, I, I think you are better off when you give a guy a breather every now and then, when you plug in a guy somewhere else. Um, I think the Bengals do this to some extent. I mean, we know that, that you know, Leo Collins, at least in practice, was getting those, um, what do you call them, uh, veteran rest days and stuff, and Adenichi was getting in there, so you know, I think getting getting experience around those guys, whether it be in practice or not, uh, is important. I think, you just don't want to rely on five guys, right? You've got to be able to, to shuffle the deck a little bit, you've got to be able to like, building the rapport with the top five is important, but then you've got to realize it's not always going to be the top five. Uh, so you've got to have the other guys around, you've got to have you know, probably eight guys you can depend on, you know, uh, seven seems like all the NFL usually gives you. Um, but you know, you need a guy that can snap you Need a guy on the outside. Uh, and so you, you, you gotta, you gotta figure that stuff out. Right. And, and unfortunately there's just not enough time to do those things all the time. And that's what we caught up on, uh, on the, on the interior. But going to be on the, on the, starting guys, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling at this point, but that's why I've never really believed in that, I, I feel like you should shuffle it up a little bit, all right, uh, whether it be in practice, uh, you know, or not, just to, to, get that action, get that experience, because they're gonna, they're gonna see time at some point, all right, well, I have rambled enough for this morning, so that's it for the offensive line, we'll go, keep going by position, by position, um, Probably pull up a couple. I have no idea what I'll do next. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. We'll see who's, you know, uh, you know. If there's some suggestions, people tweet at me. Whatever you like to do, uh, we can uh, we can go about it that way. But we'll talk about the position groups here uh, as we head into the the off season. Too soon for the Bengals and who uh, day.